Ready for your first podcast? Mike Mills is on with us. Mike, what's oh, up, Mike? Darren? Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm good, man. Hey, hey, I gotta ask, why you don't like us, man? What do we do? I'm just curious. Like, I'm, 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 cur- I'm curious to how all that started. To be honest with you, I don't. What's the origin of that? Like me not liking y'all? Well, you would always like just talk shit about it. You know what I mean? Like you would just come on and you say, oh. You, like you'd be clowning on Harper, and you'd just be like, "Oh, you fucking stupid podcast! You, you think you're fucking so smart? Your marks, you know." And well, I'm, I mean, I'm first adding, of all, I'm adding, I'm adding Harper now. He just said he's he's on, so he's gonna be on in a second. If when you hear something, it sounds like somebody's giving somebody a blowjob. That's Harper because he always makes noise when he joins. Hey, hey, wow. there he is. Oh fuck, it's Darren. <laughs> All right, so Darren just asked Hopper. I'm recording, uh, y'all. So Darren just asked, like, he's curious where all this comes from, where why we why we don't like why we think he doesn't like BTT. So because Darren thinks his shit doesn't stink. Hey, Hopper, can I ask you a fucking question? What? Um, it, what's the price on Anheuser Busch? <laughs> it's eleven ninety nine. Price on Anheuser Busch, Hopper. It's eleven ninety nine. I'm drinking one right now. Yeah, I bet. Fucking probably drinking fucking Pabst Blue Ribbon like every other piece of shit where you live. That's nice. Yeah, from the from the West Bank. He is from the West Bank. Yeah. Well, it happens. Hey, that hey, that that guy that um, I saw, I heard bit the nose off. That person was from the West Bank. I saw yeah. you made that comment. Yeah, he was from Harvey. You saw that, Mike? No, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, I missed, I missed that. I missed that great news story from the five hundred four. I'm sorry. Hey, I got a, I got a, I got a question right off the bat for you. Seriously, Mike. Like, um, since I since I joined your um your um book in the territory, right? That was the call. You got it. Look at you. Okay, since I joined it, it's it's kind of a hybrid of a a wrestling kind of site, and then like just destroying women like what i'm trying to figure out what it is like what kind of website is it first off i can't speak for everything that gets posted there because i don't see it all so that's one thing i got two i got two other dudes that helped me run it because social media is a fucking cesspool if i can be honest the other thing is i'll answer your question you asked you asked me um, where, where did you didn't say where the heat came from? So I'll tell the story as I was told by Harper. So oh, yeah. evidently, okay. I was told one day you tuned in to Book of the Territory, and so Harper tells me on air, "Bruh, my friend Darren, he he tuned into the show, and he was like." what the fuck's wrong with y'all man i mean what the hell bro y'all sitting there talking about uh you know banging this and uh banging that chick and banging that and, and bro hey, talk about bruno talk about junkyard dog talk about mid-south what y'all put your fucking y'all put your y'all put your goddamn fucking juveniles and shit what the fuck bro i mean 
uh, what is this fucking juvenile talk? So you mm. kind of got a bad rap based on that. And then I'll admit, I like did that pathetic imitation you just heard for like a year straight. And I don't know, it kind of grew legs. So you became a star for hating the show. And maybe you don't hate the show. So that's that's where it came from. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, f- first of all, I mean, I'm, I, look, I didn't get on here to be negative. You know, I told I told I told the champ I was not going to be negative. But the first thing is Harper's a piece of shit. So that's right. No, no, I'm, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying you're a piece of shit. And for you to get up here and disparage my character, it's just been going on for as long as it has. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so. I don't even know what to say about it. I don't even remember the conversation because every other conversation I had with Harper, it's like, you know, he wants to talk about, you know, all kinds of different subject matters. Most of the stuff I talk about, he can't even understand what the fuck I'm saying because it's too above him. But I get it. So if he wanted to throw me under the bus for something I might have said, so be it. But I've actually found the site now that I've been on it. I've seen a couple of things that people have posted and it just, it made me laugh out loud. Some of it's hilarious. So. I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not really big into, you know, I don't know, dates and, you know, and all this other stuff. But, you know, like, I, you know, like I do. I don't know, man. I've been watching wrestling so long that, you know, I don't know. You're kind so, of big on dates, though, because you go you went on a lot of dates. So you're kind of big on dates. Well, wow. So it would never to- be. It would, it would never be perfect. Make it work. Okay? <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. Harper. You're I, a you piece gotta... of shit, Harper. You're a Harper. piece of shit for that right there. <laughs> I was sharing something that meant something to me. On a, on a, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> okay. So I got to ask a question. Because you're right, Darren. I was, just, I was just running with what this man told me because I've been knowing him for years. So, Drinking Harper. a Schlitz right now, Harper? Drinking a Schlitz? <laughs> a Schlitz. They don't even make that anymore, huh? Do they? You tell me. I think on the West Bank they still sell it. Hopper. Let me get some more. Let me get some more. Be out the boss, back. <laughs> Hopper. So uh, you mean to tell me this has been a lie for the last two years? This man what? didn't disparage the name of the best oh, independent no, wrestling so podcast on the planet. He's so full of shit. He calls a bunch of juvenile assholes and all that. I, honestly, honestly, I, I don't even remember that conversation. Oh, I, I remember it. It fucking hurts, okay? <laughs> it hurts so bad, I'm going to go post Please. a picture of uh, Jackie Gleason smoking a cigarette. That's how much <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> a piece of shit like you doesn't have a fucking soul. and That's, that's, a fact. that's nice. All right. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry, get... Mike. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Darren, you, you sound... From what I've been told by Luke, and I've known Luke longer than I've known Harper, from what mm-hmm. I've been told by Luke, Luke's like, Darren's a good dude, man. I mean, I, you know, he, he said that. but And Harper hasn't said you're a bad dude, but Harper has told me one thing. From mm-hmm. a non-wrestling standpoint, I got to mm-hmm. hear why the priest kicked you out of the church and wouldn't let you be an altar boy no more. Yeah. It, it's a traumatic story. It, it's painful to actually share, but I'll share it. Um, oh, well, I don't but, want you to do that. Hopper, uh, what, you set me up what, again. What, what happened was, what happened was, long story short, I um, I, I come from a really, you know, strong Irish Catholic family. And it was like my mom's, you know, like dream for me to be an altar boy and everything else, blah, blah, blah. So I went to altar boy 
school and um you know this is the this is the late seventies, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, this was a long time ago. And, um, I, I went to the altar boy Academy or whatever it was and, uh, did everything. And then, um, our first gig was, um, you like, uh, we, we did like a, a wedding. And, um, so, you know, I did everything, you know, I did the little, the incense and the bells and the, you know, the body of Christ or whatever I brung up. And, um, <laughs> You know, I did the wedding thing. So after the wedding was over, um, they came up to us and, you know, they each peeled us off an envelope, you know. And, um, I, you know, I, I, you know, I got in the car, opened up the envelope and it was, and it was a 20 spot, you know. And like in 78, you know, a 20 spot, that was a lot of money, you know. I and, guess um, like 60 bucks now. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's a hell of a um, payday. Yeah. So I was like, you know, holy shit, you know, I was like, this is awesome, you know. So um, the next week, um, you know, uh, it was like my first church day to be an altar boy. So my whole family's there and, you know, it was like a big deal. And I do the same thing, basically, you know, um, he gets up there, does a little Old Testament scripture, yada, bing, bada, boom. And um, next thing you know. You know, it's over and everything, and I'm with uh, Father Red, and, you know, I'm kind of walking up to him, you know, I was like, hey, Father Red, you know, I'm getting ready to leave, you know, I put up all the, you know, all the, sh- all the shit, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, where we get the envelopes, you know, <laughs> and uh, he's like, uh, envelopes, and I'm like, well, yeah, you know, where you get the little, you know, little scratch, little something, something, you know, and he's like, uh, what are you talking about? I said, well, you know, we got, we got money last week, you know, and blah, 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 I said, you know, we get paid, you know, I'm, we get paid. I don't know. And uh, he looked at me, and you know, I'll never forget. He was so disappointed, and he was just like, "No, you don't get paid for this, son." You know, he's like, "What?" You know. And at that point, it went downhill because I kind of I made a comment under my breath. You know, I was kind of a, you know one of them kids, I guess, back in the day. And uh, the next thing I know, you know, he pulled my mom after church, and uh, and he told her, he's like, "Look, this um, this ain't gonna work out." You know, he's like, "Darren isn't gonna." gonna be a he's not gonna be an altar boy because he's not in for the right reasons and um so yeah so i was only an altar boy for two weeks and i made 20 bucks and um my mom is uh she wasn't she wasn't happy at all about it man and it's um kind of caused a rift and um it's uh things been downhill with me and her since you know not good <laughs> oh, bro. he just turned baby face in the group hey <laughs> he just turned face go ahead I've luke come- I'm trying to find these fan questions and uh, I can't find them on the fucking. Oh wait, wait! I found it. Never mind. You got it. Yeah, they get so many damn posts on that page; it's hard to find them all. So uh, we're over, we got, bro. We got y'all. Want to get into that right now? You want to wait? Well, I I want to know what else Hopper's got to ask him because you know y'all y'all went there in 1978 with with a twenty bucks. What do you think you would have bought? Well, I, I knew there was a there was a uh, there was a pinball machine um, called Casablanca that was by the Time Saver up the block, and uh, I know I I pretty much was buying um, you know I was buying like everybody candy and popping off pinball and uh, I don't know man you know just I was acting like a, you know a big pimp at twenty dollars so I was buying ice <laughs> for everybody and you know I was trying to trying to show off probably with it you know i probably look i probably burned through that twenty dollars as quick as i burned through everything else in my life you know so oh, oh. hey 
look, before you get to the questions, I do got to ask Darren something wrestling related. So, Darren, right. I, I'm guessing you were like me because, you know, you and I are older than, than Luke. And yeah. I'm a few years older than Harper. So, you, Although uh, Harper fucking looks older than both of us. Let me fucking just say that. Yeah, whatever. Harper, yeah, Harper looks like he's about 65 fucking years old. But go ahead. That's nice. So... If you if you grew up in the seventies, like you just you you started watching Mid South probably just a couple years before me. What year did you start watching Mid South? Oh man, I I actually I actually started watching when it was Louisiana wrestling. Like yeah. I, I actually started watching. Like I remember the first match that I ever put on. I believe, and and once again, bro, I watched so much fucking wrestling. It's ridiculous, but I I think the Mass Medics were on television, and I remember. Like there was a guy named the Turk, and uh, yeah, the Turk. I know you're talking about the Turk. Yeah, yeah, I remember the Turk, and then, uh, like you know, I it was that wave before the Mid South wave. Like there, there was a couple of holdovers. They were older naturally, but like, like Ray Candy and Killer Call Cox, and um, you know Buck Robley, and um, it was just like the spoiler, but it was Jardine who was who was the spoiler, like. There was a lot of guys like that that were coming in and out the territory when I first started watching it. And then as Mid-South progressed and watched, you know, bought in, got involved with it, that, you know, naturally that's what I primarily, that was my home base kind of. But, I mean, I watched everything I could get my hands on. And I also, you know, grew up with the magazines. You know, it was when the magazines were larger than life back then. So, I can remember driving, I mean, not driving, riding my bicycle with my buddy and, you know, we'd go up to the K&B or whatever and we'd try to get our hands on whatever wrestle magazines we could and I lived vicariously through the magazines. Like, I knew about all the territories but never saw them because, you know, there was no tape trading, there was no cable, there was nothing, you know, there was never, you know, there was no VCRs, there was no cable, so you lived vicariously through the magazines, you know. Yeah, these yeah. kids today, they don't know. That's the only way we watch. That's the only way we knew about all the other territories with PWI oh, and Oh, yeah, and I, and I, and I remember, I remember with my, we didn't have cable first in the neighborhood, but a buddy of mine had cable, and it was like, I don't know, man. It might have been 23 fucking channels, but the USA channel was one of them. And every, every third Monday of every other month, so you only got it once every two months, they would they would show the uh, the the Madison Square Garden show, and I remember we just happened to be watching it, and all of a sudden it was literally the first wrestling I'd ever seen on television per se that wasn't Louisiana Mid South wrestling, and it was it was out of it was out of Madison Square Garden, and my jaw dropped. I was I was in awe because I was like, holy shit! Like you know, I'm I'm looking at David Schultz and I'm like, holy shit! You know, but I don't know. You know, I Bruno was my hero, and I didn't really see Bruno fucking wrestle until, you know, till I was well into watching wrestling. But I, I lived vicariously through him through the magazines. So Hopper, that's why you imitated Darren. You was like when you said Darren said, "Talk about Bruno, talk about JYD, talk about Bruno." <laughs> Darren, Darren, you should have heard him imitating you, man. He was making fun of you, man. See this man, this man that made you an enemy. He done made you an enemy of the people through fake news. An improper yeah, report. Right. He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. and, here's, and here's the biggest thing. And here's the biggest thing that I get in the biggest arguments with the with the champ about. And the champ, the champ knows I'm right. He knows I'm right. Harper is just 
fucking he's a piece of shit, dude. That's all I can say. But hey, that's my best. <laughs> the big, the biggest, the biggest marks in the business are the fucking guys that are the workers, and and I don't mean that disrespectfully, but they're absolutely the biggest fucking marks out of all of us. Believe hey, me, they are. This is this is turning sideways, and I don't like the way the conversation is going. So yeah, fat ass. Yeah, so we directed back. We have some fan questions. But but but, but look, Mike. Here's the thing: they're, they're the biggest fucking marks of of everybody, and and the ones that are really honest about it. I got a lot of respect for. And there's a bunch of guys out there that are very honest about it. But I mean, Harper's the biggest fucking mark out of all of them put together, right? Okay. And I mean, you know, here's a guy that fucking walks around, and he's got something to say about everybody, but like. He uses, like, He-Man fucking logic to, like, make decisions and shit about his personal life, you know? I mean, fucking He-Man. It's a fucking cartoon. He-Man? You know? You know? You know? Walking around like fucking you put, 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 to Darren, use for your life. Darren, Darren, you collect action figures, bro. You can't yeah. talk about that. Yeah, I do. But I don't yeah. act like fucking I take something that Clark Kate says and says, oh, yeah, I'm going to apply it to my real life. I mean, You do that all fuck? the time. Look at your yeah. social media. Yeah, you do it, Darren. Harper doesn't do that. When does Harper do that? Fucking dork. And of course, and and, and 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 of course, we're fucking we're eight minutes into this motherfucker. Eight minutes into this motherfucker. And what is the champ doing? He's doing exactly what I knew he would do. He'd team up with fucking Harper, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh no, I'm gonna be there to be fucking uh." I'm not going to be, like, taking one side or the other. I'm going to be neutral and just make sure. I am. I'm being neutral, Eight minutes into it, and I'm you're teaming up with fucking Pat's Blue Ribbon. So, wait. Eight so minutes wait. into the fucking call. I'm being neutral, and he's right. I can't admit that he's right. If you're right, I would admit you're right. I, you're not right in this case. I can't I can't jump on your side. I'm Mike Belafonso. I'm calling it right down the middle, bro. Yeah, dork. Please. Hubbard, go, go, you put got... your, go put your wrestling outfit on, Harper. <laughs> Why don't you go post a picture of fucking Robin all yeah. fucking beat up and he's in fucking yeah. Batman. Go make, go make your $15. Make your $15 in your hot dog. That's nice. <laughs> fucking post, oh. You got the fucking nerve to put to post a match with you and fucking Paul, fucking Buku, you and fucking... That, fuck, that was like fucking... Um, that was like when I when I saw that fucking match, it was it was like fucking Flair versus um one of the awesome Kongs. That's nice. All right. That was a pro wrestling illustrated. They put fucking they put wrestling back fucking three hundred years when you got in the ring with them. Mike, what was Stephen Javorski's question? What do you want? <laughs> did you did you did you pull it up or are you fucking playing with me? Because I no, I, look I pulled it up, but I remember you, you you were the one who said he wouldn't do it. Well, I mean, Stephen Javorski, first off, uh, Javorski, the dude's a moron. But I, I gotta say, he's got this infatuation with cranking off to Tommy Rich. Mm. Um, he actually cranks off to anything and everything. Now that I think about it, but. Um, I actually said, no, Javorski, Darren doesn't want to crank you off. And Javorski said, who said he hasn't yet? Exactly. And yeah. I'm going to call fake news on that because Javorski's oh. up in Pennsylvania Darren, somewhere. Look, Darren would never do that, first he, of all. He's like, hey, man, I got a fucking Aliens action figure from, you know, 1998. All you got to I mean, I mean, I, I I don't even know who fucking Jeroni is or what the fuck his name is, but the fucking 
I mean, what are we fucking seven years old? Fucking, I mean, what the fuck? I mean, that, they're so stupid. Like, come on, man. Let, right. Let's be above that. Talk about fucking yeah. people off. <laughs> Grow up. Right. The fuck. All right, we're going for, to the next Well, hold, well first. Let me say one thing, Luke. For 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 a shoot, Darren, Javorski has this thing for cranking off to Tommy Rich and any type of wrestling. He cranks off to mud show wrestling. Outlaw bull crap. You know, I'm talking shit where they got two people in the crowd. He will watch it and jerk off to it. And that's just the God's honest truth. So that's where that came from. He is very juvenile. I'll say that. But, you know, in fairness, BTT can be very juvenile, too. But we talk about real old school wrestling as well. Go ahead, Luke. Yeah. Well, that, and that's what I'm getting back into saying. I'm saying the, these questions are, are from the fans, not from BTT. So. Yeah, yeah, Darren, I, we didn't ask none of this. This is just yeah. the people who you've become a star somewhat on the show from me imitating you like I was telling you. And now because of the way Harper positioned you as a character, they've got questions for you. And yeah. they got over, hey, Darren, they got over 80 fucking questions, but I'm, I'm just going to pick them <laughs> Well, let's come, we'll come up with a better fucking question and be fucking cranking off. I mean, well, I'm saying, all right. <laughs> oh, this, fuck. All right, all right. This was from Kevin Carter. What was the woman's name who extinguished the life out of him and turned him into a jaded asshole? That come on. Jesus. That's tremendous. Listen, hey, um, what's her name? That's what he's asking. What was the woman's name who extinguished the life out of him and turned him into a jaded asshole? That's um, Kevin Carter. Man, well, I mean, you know, you know some of the stories, champ. So I, I don't want to say. Them. But this ain't me. They asking you. I, this ain't my. Um, if, uh, I, you know what? I, let's get pick another one. I don't want to hurt nobody. Make up a name. <laughs> oh, dude, come on. Nina's not listening to this show. Oh, oh come on, man. What a, come on, what an asshole. <laughs> come on, man. No names, champ. Come on. Jesus okay. Christ. Right. The mother of my child, man. All right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom and Daniel. Now, Darren, you can respond to these any way you want, by by the way. You know, so right. Thomas Daniel, why does he look like a great value Bubba Dudley? Oh, come on. Okay, first first of all, um, that picture that you put with me and you, um, I'm about fifty pounds lighter than that now, so that's like first of all. First of all, I don't look I don't quite look like Bubba Dudley anymore. I'm in much better shape. Second of all, I, I did see uh, a couple of people that took it upon themselves to like repost my picture, which is fucking weak, by the way. That's some fucking weak shit to go to somebody's Facebook and post their picture. And uh and I'm looking at some of these jabronis that are fucking talking about me. At fifty-four fucking years old, they wish they looked as good as me. I've gotten more fucking tang. In fucking my life, then all of them probably put fucking together, but they're gonna get up there and make fun of me because I put some hair gel in my hair. Get the fuck out of here with all that. All right, well that that was that was actually my next question. So because Travis Rains asked, has 1996 ever called and asked for his haircut back? <laughs> so you kind of hey hey like I said like I said like I said when I when I first saw some of those comments, yeah I trolled and clicked on it and seen who was saying it. Get the right. fuck out of here, please. Okay, all right. Uh, you, know you you know how much tang I've run through in my life, yeah, oh, and I'm not Luke Hawks. I know. Yeah, correct. Like, shit through a fucking goose. So I don't need nobody to fucking judge me, believe me. All right. Well, 
Philip Allen has a good question. Go ahead. Ready for this one? Yeah, because the last couple have been tremendous. All right. Ask him, how old was he for his first blowjob? And how long did it take to make the guy come? Oh, come on. What the fuck is this, dude? That's for the Sopranos. I'm just asking, bro. I didn't make the shit up. That's I'm not, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. Don't answer that, Darren. Yeah. Just above that. All right. All right. First yeah. of all, that's all private, by the way. It is. Yeah. You don't have to say share that with anybody. Let's move on. These guys. Yeah. These are some really immature comments. I don't know why they would ask something like this. Hey, look. Dick there is a. There is. There is one. There is a question. Uh, a legitimate one. Anthony Miller wants to know: Do you like Tommy Rich? Do I like Tommy Rich? As a wrestler, um, as a wrestler. I like just, 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 it's a, you know, it's in the childish one. Yeah. He just wants to know, do you yeah, like no, Tommy Rich? Like not, as, not as a boyfriend or anything. <clears throat> yeah, do you like Tommy Rich, the wrestler? I mean, you know, because you. The man's career. Yeah. I like, I, I do, i tell you what, I like, yeah, I do like Tommy Rich. And I also <laughs> find Tommy Rich, I also find Tommy Rich far more entertaining now Kind of like old man Tommy Rich, you know, kind of, kind of like how he's like, you know, somebody say something about lasagna. Like, I like that, you know, that makes me pop. So, yeah, I like I like old man Tommy Rich. I, I tell you the Tommy Rich I wasn't crazy about, that WCW Tommy Rich, where he was kind of teaming up with, like, uh, um, I don't know, what, whatever baby face. It was Rachel in that. Ross. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Like, it was like, he was kind of like, in between before the ECW run where, you know, he, he, he really was still trying to work a little bit, but he, he, he wasn't really, I don't know. It was just a weird time. That was a weird place to see Tommy rich, but I did meet Tommy rich in Gretna. Um, I'm sure you did. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. He, I, you remember that show Harper? Do you remember going to that? Oh, no. Hey, <laughs> he wrestled at Mel lot. And, um, the guy that was the running back for the breakers, Marcus oh, Dupree. Yes. Yeah. He came in and did a run in. Yeah. And, uh, they, yeah. And I went to, I went to, to the restroom to take a piss yeah. and they were in there talking about, uh, you know, Sounds cause you know, great. wrestling's a work. I don't know if I should say that. I don't know if this is like a, is this like a shoe podcast? Can I say something like that? Or <laughs> does, does everybody believe? I don't know. What's it? What's a shoot? <laughs> Describe a shoot to us. Hmm. A shoot would be. Um, hmm, I was about to say something. That, I was about to say something bad. I know you'd be mad at me if I said that. that. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna say what I was about to say. Darren, <laughs> if you could only under, if you only knew the stuff that is said on this podcast, right? There but is here's nothing. the thing, Mike. I, but here's the thing, Mike. Like I know, I know a lot of stuff about the champ. Like I know serious inside shit. Like I, I gotta watch what I say because. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love the guy. Like he's my best friend, so I can't. You know what I mean? I mean, it's all it's all fun and games to talk about jerking people off and head gel and all that. But <laughs> I, you know, I go back with this. You know, I met this kid when he was 15, 16 years old. So it's like you know, just I I gotta watch what I say. How about the time you caught him stealing the the fucking Scott Hall wrestling figure? No, that wasn't him. That was another girl. That was oh, he knew about it though. Yeah, yeah, Mike. There's a bunch of stuff I'd love to say, but I I, I can't, you know. But believe me, it it would make your podcast a lot better. But it's All just right. you know right. too in, too inside. Armando Martinez asks, "Was 
Was Darren five years old when he came up with the highly original nickname of D-Man? Um, actually, um, my grandfather, um, who I adored and um, was my hero, um, Irish Arthur Patterson from the, the Irish Channel, um, he he basically started calling me that when I was a little boy. And that's how I fell in love with Notre Dame because I started watching the only two college football games that would come on on a Saturday. Um, Notre Dame was always one of the games. And that's how I fell in love with Notre Dame because of my grandfather. So, um, Man, he's, he, he's on a roller coaster tonight. Yeah. High to low and high to low. Yeah. Well, so, I- yeah, whoever asked that question, yeah, my, my grandfather, uh, who's in heaven looking down, gave it to me. So, yeah, thank you for the question. Well, we got some good ones you'll really like. So, Anthony Rankin, important question. You have to choose one, Missy or Tammy? Um, Like, in, in their prime or now? Both. Let's do well, – that's a good question because we uh, – Darren, it's funny you ask that because we've had this discussion on the show – and we we asked the same thing. We said me, Harper, and Doc were like, okay, which one would you pick in their prime, and then which one you would you pick now? So it's a good question. So first, go with go with in the prime first. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Tammy, not even blinking. Really? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Oh, yeah, I would take Missy in their prime. Yeah. And then and then now you know, Sonny. Yeah. yeah. Now by, by now, prime. Yeah. By prime, do you, I mean before they got ran through a million times, or like, they, or like? Oh low. come on, oh, come on, dude! Are we really doing that? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want it after it's been ran through a million times. So I mean, that's all. When you say prime, I see I mean, what you're is, saying. This is from a guy that books porn stars on his fucking. Uh, on his <laughs> fuck out of here with that! Now you're pissing me off with that. No, stop. What? I mean, it's it's a good. I get why Luke says says that, but like, I mean, because it's true. Like you you could look at Missy in '86, and and it's all up to interpretation if you think she was, as Luke said, not me, quote unquote, ran through. Um, or you could look at. I mean, even into the '90s, Missy was bad. But I'm I'm with yeah, you. I'm with you. Fine, bro. Missy's still fine. I I ain't. Yeah, I mean, for her age, but. So, so Darren, you 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 would go with Sonny? Oh, absolutely! God, my God, they, they just yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, and 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 just she had that intangible, bro. I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, just like she had that intangible, and and, right. and Missy, Missy, no, no, no disrespect, beautiful woman, but just I don't know, just didn't have that didn't have that sexuality about it like Sonny. I don't know. There was just something about her. Well, you know? It was a different era. You can't say that with her because cause like she was the original one who really, I think, really looked sexy. Missy was a, a trendsetter, but Sonny was pushed sexually. They let her do sex, like the, the bikini shoots. And that, that was that time where like, you know, the girls were breaking out and they were, you, they were selling sex. But Missy, she was just a manager or a fucking, you know, uh, commentator or something, or announcer. Yeah. Like, they didn't... She wasn't really pushed sexual-wise, you know what I'm saying? She was just a really good-looking woman. But, I mean, she was, but it wasn't like they did with with Sonny, because, like, Sonny was literally positioned more as a sex object when she came out. Missy, that's, they did that's what, what they... I'm saying. 
Yeah, they did what they could in the 80s. I mean, because, like, she would have the skimpy outfits and, you know, her her her, her breasts would be sticking out, but it wasn't the same because <laughs> TV was different at that point, whereas with Sonny, you know, we were starting to get to the... We hadn't got to the... Well, yeah, I guess we were in Attitude Era. I just, was, I just know, I just know, like, and don't get me wrong, I knew this wasn't, like, in her early run, quote-unquote, but, I, I mean, the gimmick was horrible. I get it. But I remember when she came out in that LOD gimmick, and I was like, holy shit. Like, you know, like, it, it was, don't get me wrong, it was bad. You know, I get it. And they were, they were a little long in the tooth at that point, naturally. But they kind of stuck her with them for a couple of months. And when she would come out in that outfit, and that just, I was just like, holy crap, man. She just, she was I don't huge. know, man. She just, was just, 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 out. It's a real shame to see everything that's happened. You know, her, her and Sable—they really changed the game. Harper, yeah. Harper said Harper said he used to he used to just he used to crank it to her when she'd come out. He oh he yeah, just, he she was he was like oh yeah here we go again. Mm-hmm. I, know, I mean, Darren. talking about cranking again, right? We got to stop. It's too we, we're being immature. Yeah. I mean the hey, stuff that up. he's pro- listen the stuff that he's probably done it just it you, it's probably fucking horrific. Right. I'll be honest with I, you. I got another question if you'd like, D-Man. Uh, Chuck Gunther wants to know, what does he think of Veronica Moser's work? I, I don't know. I don't know who that is off the top of my head. Uh, I don't know. I don't know neither. Harper, you know who that is? No. Who is that, Harper? Mike? I don't know. DM Chuck and ask him. I don't have a clue who that is. Yeah. Is she is she a porn star? I mean, like that's that's what I was guessing. That's oh, what, I, I don't. Well, know. I mean, well, I mean, champ, you wouldn't know that. Porn. I mean, they, they're want, probably going to be booked. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that, was, that was the old Luke Hawks. Luke, <laughs> Luke Hawks doesn't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but we'll have to tell that story one day. It's a great fucking story. Oh yeah. my God! We'll tell it one day. I want to hear this one off air. All right. Well, Steve DM. Now, I think this question is a little silly, silly, Darren, because you, you'll, you, you'll hear when I say it. How has D-Man managed to make it to his 50s and still kept his virginity? Oh, come on, man. He's been married. And, and he has kids. So. I mean, it's just, I mean, who the fuck's writing these questions? Fucking. I mean, it's just so juvenile, man. I'm like so above that. Get the he, fuck. He actually asked another question too. He said two questions. Who is his favorite band, and why is it Coldplay? Oh, that's hilarious. I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, seriously, bro. Is this the? Is this the like? Is this the 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 total assembly of this group? Like this? Is, <laughs> this is Justice League of of a book I, of the territory. I, I didn't I didn't write it, bro. I'm just like I told you earlier. I'm just reading what they fucking wrote. Like the fucking Teen Titans of fucking garbage, bro. Just like, come on, man. So, I mean, these questions are so stupid. Like, Avengers West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they got to make slides without offending anybody because you can't offend anybody nowadays. You know. I mean, think about it, dude. Hair gel, virgin, fucking. I mean, come on, man. Fuck. You know, get the fuck. I mean, grow up. <laughs> not even that. It's not even about that. It's just about like, I get it, bro. You know, like everybody wants to, you know, like be heard hard. and be seen. Just yeah, bro. Hard, just, right? It's just come on, man. What the fuck? They're not throwing out any real good questions, right? So let's see. 
What do you think about this one? Kevin Carter. Can we do... – this one's a little rough. I'm just going to tell you again. And, and I, I don't vote for this, but I, I'm reading it because it was written on it. It was typed in here. Kevin Carter, can we convince D-Man to do the Von Eric thing? Oh, Jeez. come on. Wow. So, yeah. wait, let me, let, me, let me say something. What, go live in Hawaii? No, no. Hawaii? Yeah. <laughs> so, Darren, I'm sure you've yeah. never seen it. I'm a wrestling historian, somewhat of oh, one, Jesus. at least when it comes to Smoky Mountain and Mid-South and World Class. In Smoky Mountain Wrestling and in JCP, Jim Crock promotion, in Smoky Mountain Wrestling in 1993, Robert Fuller was cutting a promo, and he he said, not verbatim, but he said these words, I got the IRS on my rear end women problems but i tell you what i'm not gonna do the von eric thing and he puts a you know finger to his head like he's about to blow his brains out and dutch mantel and jimmy golden say oh no 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 don't do that you know like so that's where the question is coming from because it was a promo from smoky mountain wrestling yeah that's genius yeah. um here's <laughs> Yeah, I'm so impressed. Um, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, so like, I get it, man. I, I, I get it. I, you know, I get, I get like the joke and a blah, blah, blah. I get it. My thing is just like, you know, it's just, it's fucking, uh, it's lame, dude. You know, it's just like, come on, man. You know, so like, the, que- the questions are a miss is what you're saying. I mean, they're not even questions, champ. These are fucking, this is like, you know what I'm saying? It's exactly what I thought it would be if you fucking threw questions at me, you know? It's just, it's just like, really? That's, that's, that's. Hey, Darren. That, hi. Darren. Yeah. I want you to tell a story about when you had to collect the fucking Kool-Aid uh, proof of purchases for the bicycle. I mean, it's another, it's another painful memory that you want me to, you know. Yeah. All right. It's going to take a minute. Before we do that, I want oh to, fuck! Darren, real quick, just real quick, Darren, if you could ask the BTT Army one thing, what the what? The, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? The BTT Army, man. What is that? I don't even know what that is. That's, that's it, the fan base. It's right? the yeah. fucking territory. Yeah, it's they, uh, they it's, call themselves the BTT Army. Hold on, let me explain. Mike made that up because he's no gay. Doc made that up. You don't remember? <laughs> Doc made that up years ago, and Doc is like the fucking lame one of the three of us. Like he's the he's the he Darren. He's a fucking jabroni. Actually, we should think about replacing Doc with. Nah, I'm not gonna say that. But anyway, I was gonna say we bring Darren in for a, a spot in the co-host chair here and there. But no. Doc is uh Doc came up with that years ago and it kind of stuck so that's what that comes from. It's like the the, the name of the, the listeners. That's all. Yeah. So if you could ask them one thing, if you could ask them one thing, think about it. You don't have to do it now. You can t- ask us after the story or whatever. Just you could ask them one thing. What would you, you know, ask them? Wait, what now? You can ask. If them you could ask thing. the fucking listeners anything, what would you ask them? If I could ask the BTT Army anything with what I ask them? Yeah. You don't have to answer right now. You don't have, we can come back to it before we go off. I, I, I would ask them, like, what's the infatuation with, like, um, like people's 
assholes and and and, and <laughs> coming in people's face and oh. it's just, that's every other fucking post on the thing. Like uh. you might you get like a Michael Hayes promo and then everything else is about blowjobs and everything else. But <laughs> the fuck, that's what I would ask him. Like eating ass. Yeah. 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 Well, and look, and I love how they're all like, and I love how they're all like cartoons and fucking animated. Like, you you, you look at it and you're like, oh, okay, this is kind of, and then you and you look at it and you're like, holy shit, this is horrendous. Darren, Darren, Harper needs to come clean. The 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 eating ass thing that comes from him because yeah. on the show he talks about it. He he's got a saying. He says, "I'm eating ass and kicking ass." That's one That's thing. Right. And then about three years ago on the show, he said something about eating ass, and then he followed it up with circle, circle, dot, dot. And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, that's how you do it. You go circle, circle, dot, dot. And then he I'm, goes, ah, 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 like he was I'm, doing I'm, it. Look, I'm not, listen, I, I'm not trying to be mean. And I didn't. I did not get on this podcast to be negative. I'm start, I'm, I want to say that again. But can you imagine having to fuck Harper? I'm I'm not trying to be mean. Come on. But but I no, never ate out ass. No, no, but can you fucking imagine? And listen, I got nothing but respect hey, for any, you know anybody in his life. But Harper can you imagine ass, fucking that thing? Harper, Harper gets some ass. Matter of fact, Harper's old lady's at least ten years younger than him. That's right. And you see, you you getting you getting specific, champ. I ain't doing that. I'm just making a hypothetical. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm saying I've been around Harper for many years, and just like you, I've seen you pull some. I've seen Harper pull some. And, ain't, and like now, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying no names. I'm not giving out any business. I'm just saying Harper, Harper's old lady is like at least 10 years younger than him. So look, I, 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 look I've, I've seen images of his better half, and she's an attractive girl. I would be the first one to admit that. I still stand by what I fucking said, though. I'm sorry. It's it's just got to be brutal. But you know, if she loves him, she loves him. That's fine. <laughs> Harper, you got any rebuttals against that? You, you think Darren's ever eaten out ass? Yeah, of course. Have you? Come on. It's Let me just... tell you something. I was doing that when you were shitting fucking oh, green. Oh God! Harper. Imagine Wait. some chick all bent over. There's Darren with his fucking gray goatee and his hair gel. <laughs> And he probably is so fat that he didn't want to take his shirt off, so he keeps his Green Lantern shirt on. <laughs> so just ah, la, 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 la. that's tremendous. <laughs> I love Green Lantern, by the way. <laughs> I, I thought it was a great movie. Everybody else apparently hated it. Oh please! I mean, your taste in movies is fucking horrendous, by the way. That's how um, you got your sad card, huh? Yeah. Yep. No, I didn't get it. On, I worked on Green Lantern. I didn't. No, he, he got he got his sad card when he did that movie with Vampiro in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> it hey, went straight to beta. I, I, I told Darren, I said, "Look, I'm gonna get in the movie business." He said, "That's stupid. You don't, you don't do that." Hey, I hey, you know what? I admit, I admit, I was wrong. I admit it. I I. But but but, champ, why did I tell you that? Because he just wanted me to chase wrestling. He didn't want me to do anything. No, I didn't want you just to only chase wrestling. But you I wanted like you're you to be successful in wrestling. You were well, like, you 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 have been successful in wrestling. Don't say that you have been. But I wanted you to, I wanted you to fulfill your destiny, in which I still feel like 
there's there's a little bit of work to do on the table with, with you and Perry, but I've always felt like, you know, I don't want to get emotional. Anyway, oh. move on. Move on. Fuck off, Harper. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. You know you know how I feel about it, champ. Hey, That's why I told I know, you. I love it. Hey, I, I'm watching uh so TV, not that y'all give a fuck, but my TV in the house right now has like a uh, screensaver and go flashes different cities. I don't know what city's up right now, but that motherfucker looks badass. It might be Dubai. It might be Avondale. It looks like yeah, it might be Avondale. Avondale's lovely. It's lovely this time of year. That's a good. That's where my brother lives in Avondale. Can you imagine what kind of people are there? Oh, well, that's who lives big. in Avondale? Well, Craig, my brother Craig. Oh, I love Craig. Craig's a good guy. I love Craig. Oh, well, that makes perfect guy. sense. <laughs> well, Harper, where the fuck you live? You act like you live in fucking Bel Air. Well, bitch, I'm in Metairie. Fucking that fucking the shithole part, probably. Yeah, no, no way. Hey, Harper's got a mansion. He lives out there by Copeland, bro. Yeah, bitch. Oh, that's what you, you live behind Copeland's? Like that's fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, I live right down the street from Wendy's. Gives no, no, a Col- fuck. Like Copeland's. That's why you're a piece of shit too. Copeland's is supposed to be like a nice restaurant. No, I'm saying. I'm Fucking saying Copeland's. Copeland's house. But I, the, the listeners probably don't know. Al Copeland is a man who uh, invented Popeyes. Yeah, well, I've, I've actually, yeah, I've actually told that story before. Yeah, because you know we go out to the world. Yeah, yeah. So, so Popeyes. Obviously, everybody knows what the fuck Popeyes is. This dude was bank, and if you had a house in Copeland's neighborhood, that meant you were balling. Yeah, so Harper's bitch. house is in Copeland's neighborhood. Let me let me tell you something. Who gives a shit? Let me tell you something about <laughs> fucking Popeyes. So fucking, I go to Popeyes. This seriously, Popeyes about a month and a half ago, and I saw the fucking commercials about the fish sandwich. So. You know, they fucking worked me. So I was like, fuck, I got to try this fish sandwich. You know, I kept seeing the commercials, right? right? So I go to fucking Popeye's. I get the fish sandwich combo, whatever. I'm so fucking excited. I'm on the road. I'm fucking questioning my existence. I'm delivering fucking Mountain Dew all fucking day. Miserable. And um, and I'm like, well, fuck, I'm eating my fish sandwich. I pull it out the thing and I start take a bite or two. And I'm saying like, eh, it's just kind of crunchy. I'm like, this don't taste right. I kind of fucking come to the stoplight and I open up the sandwich, kind of look at it. There's no fucking fish in it. <laughs> it's just fucking crisp. These it's motherfuckers a- gave me a crisp sandwich. A crisp? What's a crisp? Like, like the, the fucking one? crisp around the fish. The batter. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's but there was, up. there was like no fucking fish. I'm like, how the fuck does oh. this happen? That's fucking great. What the fuck? That's but that's fucking New Orleans East for you. What the fuck? You know? Like, hey, hey, hey. Now you're in my Mike's town. People. Yeah. That's Mike's, <laughs> that's Mike's hometown. I didn't grow up in the East, though. So, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. I mean, who gives you a fish sandwich with no fucking fish, man? That's fucking. Uh... Hey, Hopper. I got something for that. Thoughts and prayers, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I got Hopper sound drops on the computer. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Hopper. Yeah. Hopper's a piece of shit. 
Jesus. Uh, hey, Luke, Armando Martinez did have a question. He wanted to know, uh, ask Darren D-Man Siebert how many rats he's has he gotten hanging out with you and Hopper, and if any, and if any were sober. I, I'm just asking the question. That's there, man. That's all I'm doing. Well, um, first, first off, when it when it comes to the champ, like that, I got to be careful because he's in a committed relationship now. So I'm going to be very careful. <laughs> uh, like, uh, let's say. Um, the champ has been around very high, high end material for a long time. So I can assure you that I, I had nothing to do with any of that. And I guarantee fucking T you that fucking piece of shit. Harper had absolutely nothing to fucking do with it because the it breadcrumbs. It had to be fucking micro crumbs to fucking hit him by the time. Uh, no, nice. he, he had nothing to do with that. <laughs> stale croutons. <laughs> yeah, fucking stale fucking croutons that were in the street. They 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 asking about what you get. <laughs> I mean, you know my story, but you know, no, yeah. bro. I mean, you know, no. I mean, N- nothing. You, you talking? About, I mean, look, Luke got he got good taste. I mean, he he likes the New Orleans red bones. So you know, me and Luke on the same page with that. So. uh that's the oh he he absolutely doesn't like white meat as we say in the fucking <laughs> Copeland universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, Luke, get, you there's, the there's a charge, bro. What can I say? I, I, I ain't mad at you. He's he's basically uh he's basically a three peat dog special. I'll leave it at that. Uh, hey Luke, there was a there was a wrestling there was a, a wrestling related one uh, from Armando as well. I missed. Uh, I got out of that. I'd have to pull. All right, up. I'm gonna ask this one. So, Darren, who gave all you guys more heat as kids growing up watching Mid South wrestling? Oh fuck, man! Let me tell you well, something. No, and, then I, he, and then he says, and then he says, uh, "I'm sorry, I should have kept reading. I thought it was one, but this ties yeah, into it." He says, yeah. "Especially with all the turns over the years, blinding the dog, Teddy turning on a dog, Cornette and the Ether Bunny." Bro, I'm I'm telling you right now, when when fucking DiBiase turned on JYD, yep, that was fucking out of control bro people will people were losing their fucking minds uh i was actually at the fucking show where uh hayes blinded the dog and um I, that was heat bro and cornet with the with the midnights got a lot of heat too um but look i'm here to tell you i'm gonna tell you a sleeper that a lot of people don't ever talk about but i'm telling you when uh when I was coming up early, when I first started watching, and Ray Candy, you got people got to understand that Ray Candy was kind of like pre JYD, and Candy was over, bro. He was over like Rover, and uh, some of that shit he had with Ernie Ladd, man. Let me tell you something. Ernie Ladd was a fucking heat magnet, bro. Yeah, he was. And, yeah, and he'd have fucking um, he'd have Leroy Brown with him in the back, and he'd be cutting those promos about you know I'd rather go to my mama's funeral than my own, and. You know, and then, you know, Leroy Brown being in the background, you know, just fucking every once in a while being like, I'm hurt somebody, you know. And, man, that was just groundbreaking shit back then because back then a lot of African-American heels, they weren't prominent, you know. And, different, and you had a few here and there, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't prominent back then. And 
bro, they got some heat, bro. I mean, I, I yeah, I'd probably say when to me when DiBiase turned on the dog, that was a fucking that was crazy. Like, you know that because they were that Irish because they were boys club, bro. People don't realize, you know, like like I remember going to that Super Show in '78 in the Dome, and my I, I, I talked my dad. God rest his soul. I talked my dad into taking me and Irish Danny O'Neill. And he took us both. And I'm here to tell you, bro, like that show was unbelievable. But when I look back on it, how much wrestling changed just within like a decade after that, because I guarantee you that show was 90% African-American as far as the audience. Well, yeah. I mean, look where the Superdome is. I mean, right, no, no, I, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is the ticket prices were still quote-unquote affordable for that economic um oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i got you and, and within within a decade later they had they had they had kind of moved the ticket prices and i, I get it the oil kind of collapsed the oil the oil industry and everything else but it was amazing because you know then i would start to go to different shows and it was it was probably 70 30 the other way and I, and I remember thinking to myself, you know, not really being able to, I've always been obsessed with, and I mean, I don't know, man, I've always enjoyed professional wrestling and I have so much respect for the guys that do it. They're the greatest athletes in the world. They're beyond approach. Well, the ones that are good at it before everybody could just do it or say they say they were professional wrestlers. But what I'm trying to say is like, I've always been fascinated with the, with the aspects of the business that go beyond just the athleticism part of it. Like, you know, cause I, I remember thinking to myself as a smart mark, whatever you want to call it, that everybody is now. But I, I, I remember I was ostracized when in high school, I was ostracized cause I watched professional wrestling. I kept it to myself sometimes. And it was wow. only like, a yeah, I remember, I remember when world-class just started coming on television and I had, I had a guy that was a world-class mark and we would talk but I remember, like, they had people just be like, you know, they, we were ostracized because it was just like, you know, there was a time when, you know, people don't understand. It wasn't like, it wasn't like the Attitude Era where it was fucking cool to be a wrestling fan. You know, it's like, if you were a wrestling fan, you had to be ready to kind of fight to say you were a wrestling fan because it wasn't just like everybody was one. Because I remember, I remember a lot of people just, oh, that shit's fake and that shit's, you know, yeah, it's not real. And, you know, I'd almost come to blows with people trying to explain to him like you know nah bro these dudes actually get hurt and this shit's this shit's you know bubble and be like nah fuck that when the reality is if they got in the fucking ring themselves they'd be blown up in 10 seconds you know can't deny that I mean it just <clears throat> the I don't know man it's just like I, I, I probably watch 8 to 10 hours still a week of it and god damn I I, I, I you know I try to watch as much as I can of different everything that's going on, even on the internet. And I don't know, man, they got so much great talent, like, like not to get all into it, man, getting all this Mark shit, but like the, the, there's so much, like, I don't know. I see different sides of the business. So I, I listen to so many podcasts and shit. And but it's like, the, I, I, when I hear people say, you know, like the athleticism, like the, the guys doing today is just beyond belief what they are doing, you know? And it's like, um, but you know, you go back to once again, you know, the characters and the storytelling and, you know, you know, it's just like, but, but, but like I said, you know, when I started watching those MSG shows, you know, 
you see Tony Greer jump on a headlock for 10 minutes, you know, that was, that, that was rough too. You know, you kind of like going, well, you know, like people like to think about the yesteryear as it was, you know, but not everything was Billy Graham and Dusty in, in the garden. You know, not everything was like that. You know, you had a lot of shit that was bad. I always say we romanticize it so much like there yeah. wasn't some bad stuff. And Harper and I, every single week, we talk about every episode we've done all the way back to 85. We're like, bro, that wasn't good. But people don't want to admit it. Like, yeah. they think because it was old. Like, everybody always goes, "Can we, let's go back to the old days. And you're like, yeah. man, look, the old days, don't get me wrong, there was some good stuff. But, oh, there was a lot of good stuff. But you conveniently forget the bad stuff. Like, you act like it didn't happen. And then when and, you watch it, look, you go, oh, it wasn't that bad. No, it was. <laughs> and look, and look, here's the thing, too. You got to realize that what was going on in Continental and what was going on in Memphis wasn't, and what was maybe going on in Mid-South wasn't necessarily what was going on in the West Coast and what was going on in the Northeast, especially the Northeast. I, I, I remember hearing Pat Patterson tell a great story when he first got to then the WWF. I remember Pat Patterson telling a great story that, you know, he had come out that California territory and, you know, he was, you know, he was blowing it up out there, you know, having these incredible matches. Um, and I remember when, you know, he finally went to New York and, you know, right before him was, was Bob Brower, Bulldog Bob Brower. And, you know, he's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. He's like, wait till they see me. You know, he, he, he knew like, he's like, fuck, if this, if this guy's, you know, second before the main, wait till they see me and fucking Ray Stevens. And, you know, it just, I don't know, man. You know, like I said, I, I, I think people, like you said, I agree with you is what I'm saying. I agree with you. Like we forget, you know, Gree and Martell and the moon dogs, you know, that we forget about that shit. You know, that was rough to watch, but I don't know, you know? Like, superstar Billy Graham and Dusty, when you see something like that, you know, yeah, it's not fucking Carl Gotch and Luthez, but it didn't matter, man. They were fucking larger than life, and, you know, and like me and Orrin have talked about it a lot, man. You know, it's like, it was something, there was an innocence about it when people believed, too, you know? And it's yeah. like, um, you know, when you see those crowds, you know, when people, they believed. And, um, I don't know, man. You know, it just, I understand it's all different now. So I don't know. I don't know what's the point of it sometimes, you know, when I think about it, you know, because, you know, the, the veil has been uh, taken away. So it's kind of like, eh. Go watch some know. of that Jim Crockett promotions with Ole and Arn wrestling the Rock and Roll Express in <laughs> South yeah. Carolina and those people ready to murder Ole yeah. and Arn. Murder. Yeah. Wanted blood. Yeah. It was a different world. It, it it absolutely was. And, you know, it just, I don't know, man. You know, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it, it's just, it's just a completely, and I mean, like I said, bro, we, we could talk about it for hours, but it's just a completely different world. You know, I mean, the money that's involved in it now and, you know, it's just, I mean, Christ. I mean, they're, they're wrestling in front of TV screens now. Think about it. I mean, I, I get it. It all kind of started with COVID, whatever you want to say. But, I mean, they're wrestling in front of LCD screens. I mean, come on, man. You know? It's like when we get to that point, you know, you, 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 
you don't even need to manufacture a response. You can manufacture you can manufacture whatever response you want because you control it. So it's kind of like I don't know, man. You know the whole I, thing. How do you compare that to like the NBA playing without a crowd? The, you, you, let me tell you what's funny about about just real sports in general. Real yeah. sports does pro wrestling better than pro wrestling, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Cause, yeah. cause they'll they cut promos like they actually generate heat. I, I it can't I can get it go into it long and hard about the NFL and how they do it. I I I'll, Harper and I say it all the time, man. Like real quote unquote real sports. I'm using that loosely. They they generate heat. They got heels. They got baby faces. Now it depends on what city you live in, but they you really get into it. At least I do. So anyway, like 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 oh, like. Speak- like like if the Saints were like uh, in the fourth quarter and about to win a game, do you think the refs would like call a dirty call or not make a call? call Don't get me started. Don't get me well, started. Well, let let me just say about let me just say something about Harper fucking with football, fucking whatever you got to say. His fucking piece of shit because he's he's another one. When fucking Aaron Brooks was your fucking quarterback, you weren't fucking saying nothing about the Saints or walking around with your jersey and Aaron, hey, I, go yeah, Saints. What? And, oh, and you get on Facebook after the fucking loss and go like, hey, I don't care. I'm still saying who that. Get the fuck out of here. Because when Breeze that, got here that, is when that, you fucking became a Saints fan. That ain't me. No, bro. No, is that true, Harper? Since day one. Yeah, Harper's had season tickets for a long time, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you at Tulane Stadium, Harper? Huh? Were you at Tulane Stadium frying when Archie was running for his fucking life like me? No. I'm 80 fucking five years old. Damn. Boy, shit's deep in here. Jesus Christ. How old are you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm older than you and I look better. I'm Harper. I'm in the terrace. I got terrace seats. Mike, Mike, who, who looks better, Harper or Darren? No, don't make him say that live, Orrin. Don't embarrass him. Come on, man. <laughs> don't fucking embarrass him. I mean, look at Darren. Come on. It's it's bad enough he's got to fucking push in highs of Bush tomorrow. Questioning his fucking existence. <laughs> Damn, Harper, I see why you got get on a podcast and talk about him like this. You see? He's a man, shit he, Well, no, I didn't say that, but I got to admit. When's the next Wildcat show, Luke? When's the well, next Wildcat show? We're working on that. Working well, on I, I, that. now, now I got to say, I got to say, hold on, before as we're saying that. Like, seriously, a lot of people want to know that question that listen to us because as you saw two years ago for X-Rated, if I, if I can quote you, Luke, you were like, bro, I didn't realize your show had got that big. When all those people are buying up tickets, and there's even right. more ready to go now, so yeah, we we get that question every week. Here's the thing: if it was up to Darren, we wouldn't have an X-rated. Darren hates the X-rated shows. That's his least favorite show. What? Can't stand them. Can't stand them. Darren, well, what the hell, bro? Well, because first of all, I mean, if you want to get into this, I'll get into it. But fuck, gloves will come off on this motherfucker right here, real quick. Uh, I, I'm curious, first, man. I want to know for sure. The- First of all, you the fucking way he has it, you need a fucking bulletproof vest and a blowtorch <laughs> to get it out that motherfucker alive. He's got us parking a block and a half away and walking out that motherfucking 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, and you need a fucking bazooka to get to your fucking vehicle. 
That's the first fucking thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You go in there and you can't, you can't have kids. So like my grandson, who I adore, who they both know and love, he's been going to Wildcats since he was shitting green, bro, and he can't come because everybody needs to fucking jam pack this motherfucker and so everybody can get tanked up so they can fucking throw some curse words and bring in the fucking random ECW guy fucking to do a run-in. It's like Adult Swim. I mean, Darren. Adult crap. Uh, Darren, it's just one show a year, though. It's not like it's every week or every single show. And I, Listen, I guess I, I grew up thing, in... But here's the thing. He runs a show. He runs a show every other month, right? So, to me, you know, he's trying to squeeze six shows in a year, let's say. Um, I'm just not big on when kids can't enjoy wrestling. Because here's the thing. I, I get the premise. I get the premise. Um, just maybe have it, you know, maybe have the place, um, I don't know, maybe in a venue that might be, you know, a little bit more conducive to, um, you know, to, to like, you know, living when you walk out. <laughs> Darren, first off, okay, I, 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 I grew up in New Orleans, so I don't get scared when I walk into the Shamrock, and I don't get scared walking out. But that's just me. I'm not trying well, to say anything bad. I'm well, just, just saying. just being racist. You know how how, how his people <laughs> are, Michael. So I'm you just think saying. that's a great neighborhood to be walking around at midnight, Popper? Come on, what's wrong with that? that walk around there. Yeah. Darren, Darren, I'm just... I get where you're coming from. New Orleans ain't the safest city in America. Fuck but, no, it's horrible. Okay, but, but I grew up there. I lived there until, you know, the... the Katrina, uh, huh? uh No, I moved a year before Katrina. So, like, like, the thing is, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, there's a... I, dude, first off, with the parking, just get an Uber. I mean, you ain't got the park. In dude, I'm not big on the Uber thing, but I understand what you're saying. It's a good point. I'm just I mean, not big on getting in somebody's fucking car. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I don't even understand that concept. I'm not big on that. Well, get a like, get a regular cab then if you need one. I'm just saying. You know, like a total fucking stranger pulls up in a pre in a Priya, and I and I'm like, yeah, let me just get in here. I don't fucking know you. Take me here. You know, it's like I don't. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I just listen. I don't like the listen. I don't like. I don't like the fucking X-rated show. I just, I just, I just don't like it. The main thing is, I just don't like the fact that kids can't go because I think kids are the lifeblood of wrestling. But like, but that's what people love. That's what people go for because they want to be wild and crazy and drink. And it's right. And it's just one show. Fine. Hey, you're, hey, you're, hey, you're the Booker man. So keep doing it. But <laughs> I told you, I ain't going to those. Fuck it. Hey, hey, by, and the by last the way. one I went to, and the last one I went to, which I'm not getting into it, but the last one I went to, you know why I didn't really want to go. You knew why. I and I still I went, and that turned into a fucking shit show. Hey, it was like that, the last that, 12 that, pages that, of the Bible. Wait. I felt like I was on the fucking beach at Saving Private Ryan, and I told you that. Wait, what happened? It. What happened? Oh, bro, I, I can't can't say it. 
Oh, okay. no, you can't okay. see all that hey, shit and say, oh, I can't here's, say it. Here's, here's the bottom line. You don't have that problem no more, Darren. So, so next time it's good. And here's the second good thing to come out of this. There's a ton of fans on here that would love to meet you. And they know that's that's the show they come to us, the X-rated show. You could be there taking pictures with the whole BTT army. Yeah. I have listen, I have nothing against the BTT army. <laughs> I I I I feel like maybe I've been attacked a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, but I have nothing but positive vibes for everybody on this website or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. <laughs> But I, 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 have, I have nothing but positive vibes because if they want to talk about people's assholes at fucking wrestling, then that's fine. And I got no problem with nobody. I'm not here to start bullshit with nobody. So that's fine, man. I'm just saying, bro, you know, I just I like the shows you do at um, in, in Metairie and Kenner. I like those shows. Yeah, yeah. And I understand. I like your shows too. I'm just some of my greatest memories. You know, you know how much I love that kid. And some of my greatest memories of my life is taking that kid to those shows because he well, adores you. It, this is what it goes down to for those not listening that, that don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Not to listen. I'm sorry. I can't even speak. Uh, Darren has a grandson who he does everything with and he takes him to all the shows. He loves wrestling. So. I get that Darren's upset that he can't bring his grandson to the X-rated shows, and that's what it boils down to. But I think it would be cool for you to have a chance to hang out with Stephen Jaworski. I would I, listen. I I would love to meet all the people on everybody. Everybody, I'm. I got no problems with meeting everybody. No problems. And everybody would believe me. I'm fucking. I mean, yeah. I got no problems with meeting nobody. But just you know. I don't know, man. You you know I'm gonna fucking be there, dude. But you know, come on, man. You know it's not like I not like I love going to that show. I am. And, and look, and look, and look, and look. And here's the biggest thing. Where else can you go to get a fourteen dollar fucking thing of nachos, right? So yeah, I'll be there. Right. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nice. It's for charity. Yeah. yeah, for charity. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait, man. The two years ago, 2019, a lot of people showed up from the podcast. We had a damn good time. Everybody got lit up drunk for the most part. It was a good time. All I got the next week was how they couldn't wait for it next year. Unfortunately, COVID put a stop to that. So I'm just saying, and here's the thing. The people who couldn't make it in 2019, they really felt bad about Damn, I wish I'd have went in 2019 because now they're like, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? We get it all the time. And uh, so they're looking for I hear you, Darren. I see why you, you say that. I ain't trying to tell you New Orleans ain't a rough city. And I'm not trying to tell you that it's the safest place in America when you walk out of uh, the Shamrock. But at the same time, I mean, we're not in Beirut either as we're doing that. So, you know, there's that. But but no, I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it whenever it is. Well, yeah. I, I, I want to say a lot more, but I'm not. Okay. No, no, no. I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Harper, I mean, you know, you, I got to say, I, I love you and you're my friend, but, man, you painted you painted Darren to be just this, you know, He's bad an dude. asshole. I mean, listen to him. Well, I mean. Shitting on X-rated. Have I missed an X-rated show? 
I don't know. Have you? No, no. Oh, no. Well, there you go. So, I the, missed, so then you must like it then. Listen, you piece of shit. Listen to me. No, I missed two fucking, shit on it. I missed, I missed two Wildcat shows. I've missed two Wildcat shows since the inception. I was fucking going to the first couple of Wildcat shows with the other 30 fucking people on Washington Avenue taking my life in my own fucking hands. When oh, fucking, there you go. There you go. Yeah, right. I was fucking doing that when fucking Oren was fucking uh, just starting the promotion. And I was there from jump. I was there from the beginning, bro. Hey, like, my government name. Yeah, for real. That's the third time you did it. That's about the fourth or fifth, actually, but uh, who's counting? (laughs) Well, the bottom line, look, the bottom line is, is you know I've been in fucking every Wildcat show. And look, look, let's be honest. You know, they haven't always been fucking, you know, WrestleMania three classics, okay? I've sat through a lot of fucking shit, too. But guess what? Oh, come on. No, I fucking no, 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 no. Hey, I fucking sat through a lot of fucking stuff, but you know what? I always show. put it over. We've never had a bad show. We may have had some bad matches, but we never had a bad show. What'd you book, Don DiBiase or something, Luke? What the fuck's yeah, wrong right? with you? Oh, that was just commissioner on Washington Avenue. Yeah, I, I fucking know. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. Can't fucking bring me in, but brings that piece of shit in to do hey, something. I didn't bring him in. He was there and he was blowing me, trying to fucking get on, get a job. <laughs> Nonstop, aggravate me to be on the show, so I let him be the commissioner. <laughs> what is high pitched voice? Are you getting on my cigar? Yeah. Let me tell you. Do y'all know who I am? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. No, motherfucker, they have no clue. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that funny. <laughs> when you tell me that story, that was, I couldn't. That wasn't the show that got closed down because of the haters, was it? The, the, the third one. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Bro, that was fucking bullshit there, bro. Hey, I remember a story. I don't remember who told it to me. but And I know it was a true story. But somebody had... I, no, it wasn't even, Nobody even told it to me. I was there. It was at fucking... Uh, it was at Comic-Con. Teddy Biasi was signing autographs and somebody said... Hey, I, I I seen your brother the other day, and he said, my brother. He said, yeah, Don. He goes, that motherfucker ain't my brother. I'm going to fucking sue that motherfucker. <laughs> Ooh, Ted DiBiase said that? Yeah. yeah. Luke, I'm going to tell you a story off air. You're going to fucking laugh. You got to remind me, though. Why can't you tell it on air? <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to give that asshole any more fucking publicity than I already have. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's why I say that. Hey, to be fair, hey, I'll say this. Hey, I will say this, and this this is serious. I will say this. Um, like the champ, what he's done with Wildcat, like people just don't understand. Like they just they don't understand. So like I've been through that journey with him since jump. You know, like there's a few people that like, you know, it's the thing about it is, is bro, everybody loves fucking Luke Hawks, right? I get it. I get it. He's larger than life. He's larger. Well, you know what I'm saying? He's larger than life, right? I get it. But like the people, there's very few of us and and Harper's one of them, right? And we bullshit a lot. We joke, but the truth of the matter is there's an inner circle with around him. Right. And, and, and when you saw it from jump, when you saw it from the beginning, 
it's just an incredible story. It really is. You know, it really is. And the way he's given the people opportunities, you know, like his inner circle, like that first one or two graduating classes, <clears throat> it's amazing because he's, he's had some talented kids come out since then. But it's just something about that first and second class, you know, and that group has pretty much been the mainstay of Wildcat. You know, he brings people in and, you know, he'll bring us a, a star every once in a while and he'll, you know, shift people around from outside that he's worked with at different territories. But, you know, I, I just don't think people understand like Lancey, Matt Lancey and Devin. Flamingo and Buku and Spade, like and like that 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 crew, those guys are unfucking believable. Like they, I mean, they just like like they're doing stuff and and they were doing stuff at Wildcat that like I'd be turning on the TV with ROH and MLW and all these other places getting all this fucking attention, and I'd be like. <laughs> These guys are better than them. They could be working that. They could be doing that. And, I mean, um, I, I I agree. Danny Flamingo's an asshole. I, uh, Luke needs to book me to whip his ass, but he won't do it. Um, but I agree with you, man. The world of talent. I don't know what happened to Harper in that what? world of talent, but I, I do agree. Oh, I'm sorry, Harper. You're right there. Yeah. I yeah. I would be honest. With you. you are you a worker, Mike, or you just you just want to physically whip his ass? I'm gonna let Luke answer that question. <laughs> Because <laughs> he likes oh, no. to make fun of me sometimes. I remember one time you called me somebody's uh, best student, and I took offense to that shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, Rob Price? No, the fucking Don idiot we were talking about a second ago. Don DiBiase? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but anyway. With Rod, though. I don't even remember that conversation, but I know you used to train with Rod. I know you used to train with... Yeah, okay. yeah, I, Darren. We we've we've probably met. I mean, we've actually probably met you and I because I I did used to work in South Louisiana. I'll be damned I, on shows. I, I, hey, I'll put it to you this way, man. Um, like Darren, Darren, you you actually seen him work. Remember that? Remember that show I did in Chalmette where I wrestled the Indian and used to. Uh, oh my God, that was fucking! Hor- I took Ashley. Yeah, that that was for Mike's dad. Mike was yeah, I was on that show. I think I yeah. tagged with Brian Hart that that um, I think yeah, I, I think Brian, I think Brian Hart and I tagged that night. Luke, I can't yeah, remember. Probably, I don't remember either. Brian boy, and I used to tag have, a lot too. Boy, did you have fucking so much? Horn uh, had so much fucking heat with some of those guys back then, bro. I like, he used to fucking chat my fucking ass, man. All that crew. But anyway, I don't want to get into all that. Bro. I hear you. Hey, I hear no, you. We're going to get into that another time. We, we, me and Mike talked about this. We're going to talk about this on the, on the air one day. We're gonna yeah, bro. Fucking bullshit. Bullshit. You know? But hey, you fucking, you know what? You, you, and they, that, that match went to a draw, right? With the Indian gentleman, the, 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 the Native American uh, character. I couldn't tell you, bro. Yeah, it was a draw. <laughs> they couldn't. Yeah, it was a draw. I, I fucking went ape shit. I went ape shit. I was in the front row and I went ape shit. And I, uh, remember, I took. I remember you were mad because they didn't put me over. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, in front of a capacity crowd of like thirty-seven people, and there I remember, was more than thirty-seven people there that yeah. night. And I, yeah, I but remember. I, hear you. I took, and I remember I took Ashley, and it was after Katrina. You know, it was like a show. You know, and I remember it was like a ghost town driving there. 
You yep. know? It was like, it was bad, bro. It was like really bad. I remember I took Ashley and like the street lights weren't working and, you know, we had to go through Claiborne to get there and everything. And I remember Ashley was just going like, Daddy, where are we going? And I'm just like, we're going to go see. <laughs> I said, we're going to see Orrin Russell. And, um, you know, when I got there, I, there was so many. I, I remember that show distinctly now. So, Mike, I apologize, bro, if I, I should remember that. But there was a lot of things about that show that I was fucking livid about. But I won't I won't get into all that right now. Well, at least you didn't say, oh, I remember you. You fucking sucked. Yeah. Anyway. Um so no, oh, dude, uh, dude, I, dude, I, dude, me Orin. Let, let me just say this real quick. Orin actually um, was refereeing off of Patriot Street in Marrero. I don't know. Um, okay, then you know, yeah. And I used to, um, you know, I used to go to the shows just, just, just for him because he was refereeing. And I remember um, he was in there. I think it was with a guy named Al, Al Savage. I think was his name back then, and somebody else. Yeah, and, Al Savage uh, worked back then. Yeah, and um, and I remember we started like I would bring a crew of like eight guys with me, my buddies. You know, we'd all go to see Orn, and uh, we started a chant, three way dance. And I remember it was like, oh my god, he got so much heat for that because like you know we were popping for the ref, you know. And hey, I they, they like, were so mad. They oh yeah, mad. yeah, they were so mad because we were. Putting on over. Yeah, they were so mad that fucking. Oh, <laughs> Luke, you you got the fans to cheer for you as a ref. That's nice. Why are you hijacking the show like that? I bet your Harper's yeah. never been able to do that. No, Harper gets some heat now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Hey, let me tell you something. I know Darren's burying Harper. Harper is the best unknown. Not only I don't say unknown. The best manager that people don't realize is there and one of the best podcasters the man doesn't yes. even prepare he doesn't even watch the shows half the time we review and he still gets on air and produces it's that's right freaking amazing hey this dude could be on wwe tv tomorrow he, he could, could and nobody fired and, in, in five seconds he would I, yeah i also i also will say that i've seen harper in his wrestling singlet and King Curtis Iakea looked fucking better. That's right. nice. <laughs> I, I'm with you. He's but he doesn't have the look for that. He looks perfect in that yeah. crappy ass Grace King jacket and them stupid yeah. shoes and them yeah. clown pants. He looks like a buffoon and it's perfect. I yeah. actually want him to do video for the podcast sometimes because he looks so goofy, but he doesn't want to do it. But I'm telling you, the dude he's a doesn't even. Looking man, I mean, I'm not oh, trying he... to be mean, but he's horrendous. He just, he's, he's not yeah, a good-looking he... man at all. He's really Darren, not. He's a cartoon character, is what I always say. He looks yeah. like a real life, and he talks like a real life cartoon character. He is a real and life that's, cartoon character. That's what I'm that's saying. Right. right. That's what he thinks that's about his life when he's fucking pushing past blue ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> I hear he drinks Rolling Rock. He tells me he drinks Rolling Rock all the time. He don't yeah. fucking drink Rolling Rock. If listen, if it's not two six packs for twelve, he ain't fucking drinking it. <laughs> hey, I've never seen Harper fucked up though. That's right. I want to get him fucked up. I see yeah. Darren fucked up all the time. When did you see me fucked up? Oh, trust me, I seen your girlfriends. You gotta be fucked up to be seen in public with those <laughs> women. Oh man. 
That. <laughs> now, now you see. Now you see. When you see. When you say shit like that, that's when I want to take the gloves off, bro. And that's what you do not want right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Take them off, Darren. Let's hear it. We're shooting here. Let's that's shoot. Nice. We're, we're shooting. We're talking. Let's go. It's a pod. We're breaking kayfabe. <laughs> Is this live? No, huh? No, it's not live. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, just, I don't know. I mean, you know, what, okay. what, can, what, can you, what can you say to a comment like that? It's just, it's yeah. the hand gel comment, you know? It's right. like, it's low-hanging fruit from this piece of shit. Right. You're above that, aren't you? It's low-hanging fruit from this piece of shit. So, Darren, he said, uh, as we're wrapping things up here, because we've been gone for a while now, he said uh, one time, you said... Uh, that we were a bunch of we were a bunch of marks and nobody listened to us. Is that true? Did you really say that? I'll be honest with you. We were going back and forth in a restaurant, and gotcha. he made he made some comment about um, I don't know. He, I guess he kind of got me pissed off, and I get excited sometimes. <laughs> so I might have said something about you know you're on a fucking podcast. Or so if if I did say that, I didn't mean it probably in a sense that listen i'm a mark too right so yeah, i guess we know no but listen but well i get it but you're the biggest fucking mark out of all of them yeah and it's who's the one that gave who's because you're fucking, fucking doing for ten dollars at a hot dog that's why that just shot on fucking x-rated it's a horrible show but you see you've been to every one of them because i'm all the orange oh yeah Dude, hey, hey, dude, if you knew what I went through on the last one, you wouldn't be saying that. I'm going to leave it at that, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> All right, Luke. This is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. Um, y'all obviously are marks, but here's the thing. The wrestling business, and what's sad about it is They've turned. They've used that term now to make it something negative. Mike, you're that, the only that's, person using it. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying we're all marks on this phone right now. Do you, you don't even know where the term mark came from. You dumb shit. You don't even know where it came from, do you? Jesus Christ. Where did it come from? Where, where does the term mark come from? No, put the marks on the fucking fans. No, the term so I can enlighten you. Since you don't know the history of fucking wrestling or the fucking work of anything because you just fucking know, oh, I fucking played video games from fucking He-Man era on. That's all you fucking know. <laughs> you don't know nothing. The term Mark comes from. From the carny. On the Atlantic they... City boardwalk. On the Atlantic yeah. City boardwalk, what they used to do was when a guy would play the games on the boardwalk back in the 30s and the 20s, they, what they would do is they would put chalk on one of their fingers. And they would kind of tap the guy. If he came and played the games and he was trying to win something for his girl, they would fucking mark him, quote unquote, with a little chalk, whatever they had. And as the guy would walk further down the boardwalk, everybody would know, quote unquote, that's the mark. Call him over. He's going to try to fucking spend a dollar or two to win his girl's stuffed animal. Right? That's where the term mark comes from. It was the carny thing that they used in fucking uh, Atlantic City back in the 20s and the 30s. Look at that. My man's dropping knowledge on the fans. Wow. Well, I didn't get a chance to drop a lot of knowledge because 
I got this fucking dimwit chiming in every fucking 30 seconds. Um, you! What? <laughs> and by the way, Mike, who who do you think, and, I, and I, 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 this is something I think we should, who do you think, and I understand there's a lot of different categories and errors and everything, but who do you think is the purest, best professional wrestler you ever had the privilege to watch, in your opinion? I mean, it's hard, but if you pin me down, I'd probably say Flair. Right. Got you. I mean, it, it look, it look, and again, I could I could go on and on because yeah, no, right. I know there's it, categories, it, and you kind of well, it's I, just you got to look at like the whole. If you want to talk about just the whole package, the promos, the wrestling ability, um, yes. a guy who can get in the ring, and I've watched Flair work matches with people who had no business, right, looking good, and right. he he magically made them look good, um, right. And this is like no shot at Sting, but like Clash of the Champions one, Sting is still really young in the wrestling business. I mean, he's only got a few years in at that point, and he goes forty five minutes with Flair, and you would have never known that Sting was only just a couple years in the business. He made and, and, Sting and, look like a million bucks. And forty five minute and, time and, limit draw. And I agree with everything you said. And I know I've had this conversation with the champ. I I, I actually think Sting is one of the most overrated wrestlers in the history of wrestling. Boy, you'd get along great with Doc because Doc can't stand him on our show. He he I, hates. I mean, him. I, I think as far as pure, I think as pure working ability, I think he is absolutely. Um, I think he's absolutely one of the most overrated wrestlers to ever yeah, exist. I never understood Sting, bro. Ever. You got to You got. If you ask me, I, I I I mean, I've got a couple that are in my top five, um, but. Like as far as pure technical ability, as far as the smoothest wrestler I've ever seen in the ring would be Nick Bockwinkle. See, and that, but that that also boils down to you're a little bit older than me. Yeah. I didn't get to see yeah. a lot. I mean, I've seen Bockwinkle now, but in my yeah. early days, Flair was was the man. Yeah. As far as and, Sting, and, yeah, like with Sting, the thing is, you gotta. It's all. It all comes down to context. He was with that screaming and hollering on TBS. He was for the kids. Like, if you were a young kid and you were eight, nine years old, seven, you loved him. Um, he's not my favorite. I don't think he's overrated. He's just not my favorite. But I pointed him out because Flair literally made him a star that night yeah, in no, 1988. No listen, listen. Surfer Sting, Crow Sting, gimmick-wise, gimmick-wise, genius. And in the end, really, when the smoke clears, it's really about making money, so I will never fault him for that. Right. Um, but when we're talking Kurt Henning, Bret Hart, uh, Benoit, when we're talking Bachwinkle, you know, Flair, Steamboat, uh, no, not even not even in the conversation as far as I'm concerned. You know, I mean, listen, the best bumper I ever saw in my life was Ray Stevens. You know, I mean, yeah, he you was know, good. Ray Stevens. I tell I tell Lauren all the time he should have those kids at his school put on YouTube and 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 watch a couple of Ray Stevens matches, especially from California. They're rare, but you, I mean, come on, best bumper that ever lived. Bottom line, in my opinion, but yeah, do it's that. It's a fascinating turn on. subject, you know, because you know you could you could go on and on about it. You know, I mean, you know, as far as like the best big man or the best gimmick or who made the most money, blah, blah, blah. I get it. You know? Yeah. It's, but, 
It's all I in with, with your think, criteria. I just don't is. think they have guys that come down to the ring anymore. That's the problem with the, the believability being quote unquote gone. I just don't think they have guys that come down to the ring like a Kabuki or a Brody or Abdullah or I just don't think they're they don't have those guys anymore that come down to the ring and instantly just induce fear into the crowd, you know. That's either just, I'm too either I'm too old or I'm out of touch because I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it was you know, you look at that stuff in Japan and you look at Hanson or Gordy or you know, you look at those guys just going through the audience and just flinging chairs and just like people are running like ants and it's just like you would never see that today. They just they just people would not have the the, the cerebral reaction to that anymore. And um you know, it's just I mean, I saw a promo by um by uh by uh by Miro uh Mero, you know, last last night on AEW and it was it was a phenomenal promo and it was a believable promo by a monster. Hey, and, um, hey, I, I don't want to cut it short, but we've been going for a while, bro. We're gonna keep talking wrestling. Called? Uh, did we call it talk wrestling? or We call it this shit on Darren. Which one was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking. I don't know, Harper. You got anything else for uh, D Man here? Yeah, we yeah, can wrap it up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I just mean, like talking wrestling, Mike. Sorry. No, you good. Tell you... his fucking story about when he. Uh, with the Kool-Aid proof, the purchases with the bicycle. Yeah. Can you tell that one? Can you tell that one, Darren, before we get out of here, leave, leave the, no, leave the so listeners I'll, and I'll the fans the with one notes. more. So, um, it was, it was the worst day of my life unequivocally, no doubt. Um, and it, it started a downhill spiral to where I'm at now. Uh, so, um, uh, it was probably, uh, 76, uh, um, basically, uh, we get word, um, that, uh, every once in a while, this is like before cable and before fire and the wheel and everything else. Right. So we just rode bikes and we did shit like that. And, you know, threw pine cones at each other. We did stupid shit. Right. So we're riding our bikes and we find out in the neighborhood that the Kool-Aid man came to the, the neighborhood and they all get out. And, um, <clears throat> so, um, they all tell everybody in the neighborhood, Hey, we're giving away, um, a bicycle today. And, uh, you know, we all had shit bikes, you know, we were lower middle class, whatever, you know, neighborhood. And, uh, they pull out this, uh, mongoose, which was the big bike back then. Right. And, um, but it's all in Kool-Aid colors. So you might as well have fucking pulled out, you know, Farrah Fawcett and a fucking pile of gold bars. Right. We were like, what <laughs> the fuck? And, um, three of the people come out and they got like the Kool-Aid shirts on and everything. And the fucking Kool-Aid guy comes out dressed in the costume the thing about this that goes full circle with the story is like the kool-aid guy's costume like the smile never changed right remember the car you remember like the, the commercials where he'd be like oh you know like he'd be like yeah. oh yeah whatever he says you know his mouth would move and everything well this mouth was just like a painted on smile right because it was just a fucking asshole in a kool-aid outfit right <laughs> So, like, um, we're fucking sitting there and they're like, okay, so here's the deal. We're all going to meet at the gym and, you know, it's going to be one o'clock and here's going to be what's going to happen. And you got a half hour. So we're losing our fucking minds. So I'm thinking to myself, this is it. This is my chance. Like, you know, I was kind of a chubby kid growing up and wasn't very popular. And I was like, this is my shot. You know, I fucking some somehow, some fucking way win this fucking bike. 
I'm on the map. This could change my life. <laughs> so they get everybody together, and there's like 20 of us, maybe 25. And the girl says, okay, here's the deal. You go to your house. We're going to say go. And you got to grab a Kool-Aid product. First one back wins the fucking bike. Well, I'm looking at my house. I got to cross the blacktop. I got to jump a fence. But I'm like, I got a shot at this. I got a fucking real fucking shot. One, two, three, go. Everybody starts scampering like fucking roaches, right? I'm running. Once again, heavy set kid. Not the fastest. Had a little trouble getting over the fence. But I got it. I got through the fence. Go through the back door of my house. Run inside. Go into the fucking cabinet. Grab the package. Fucking run out. Huffing and puffing it. Threw a chair from the picnic table to jump easier back over the fence. Jump the fence and I'm hauling to the fucking van. But I see two or three kids kind of making their way to the van too. It's going to be a photo fucking finish. Pia Snyder, Henry Gabb, Danny Boudreau, fucking, they, it's going to be photo finish. I fucking literally get there within like four or five feet before them, cross the line, literally jump ahead of them, fall down on the ground, can't breathe. Fucking, I'm literally like, my whole world is like, I just fucking did it. I just fucking did it. I fucking won this fucking Kool-Aid Mongoose limited edition motherfucking 1976 bike. Handed a fucking thing. Everybody's kind of moaning and groaning behind me. Everybody's out of breath. All of a sudden, the girl goes, we got a winner. We got a winner. And I'm fucking stand up. And then all of a sudden, under the other person's breath, I hear, Oh no. Oh no. And I kind of looked over and she says, Oh, I'm sorry. This is Wyler's. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was Wyler's, Mike. You, you picked up Kool-Aid. <laughs> you because should. My mom I don't believe that. No cheap, way. And her cheap fucking ass who wanted to save seven fucking cents at the grocery bought Weilers instead of Kool-Aid. So guess what? Guess who got fucking second prize? You know what second prize was, Mike? It was a fucking Kool-Aid sponge. You put it in the fucking water and it turned into a fucking car sponge. So Peter Snyder, the biggest dickhead in the neighborhood whose mom spent seven more fucking cents, he won the fucking bike. Dude, so I fall no. to my knees. My, everybody's laughing at me, doing like the <laughs> dance. Like, fuck you, D. You didn't win. Fuck you. You know, that kind of thing. And I walk home with a fucking sponge. <laughs> a fucking sponge. So I go in the house. Once again, Irish Catholic family. I take the fucking sponge and I just fucking fling it across the kitchen. My mom's in there. She's like, what's going on? I said, I'll tell you what's going on. Here's your fucking sponge. <laughs> First time I ever cursed in my life in front of my mom, bro. How I'm old were you? Doing... Oh, dude, I'm like nine years old. 
Watch. That's nice. And, and, I, and I'm like doing that thing where you're trying to breathe, but you're kind of crying a little bit, but you're trying to breathe too. <laughs> and she said, what you just said? I said, here's your fucking sponge. I said, if you would have bought Kool-Aid, I would have a fucking, you know, the best bike in fucking Terrytown right now. But now I got a fucking sponge. She said, go to your room right now and pray that when your father comes home, he doesn't kill you. <laughs> so I knew I kind of fucked up, dude. <laughs> Needless to say, when my dad came home, it wasn't pretty. That's the um, that's the Kool Aid story, Mike. I hope. Uh, that's nice. <laughs> I hope you find a way to get that four minutes back. But uh, <laughs> I partially don't believe it, but then I do. It's so great. <laughs> yeah, right. It was uh. And things haven't really went that great since, Mike. So uh, it was kind of the beginning of the end for the D-man. But, uh, well, yeah. Hey, at least you don't drink Pabst Blue Ribbon. At least you don't have a, a body and a face like Harper, right? Well, that's, believe me. Whenever you, I tell people all the time, whenever you want to feel good about yourself, no matter how bad your fucking life is, just go stand right next to Harper. That's and you'll nice. feel a lot better. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Luke, I'm going to throw it to you. You got anything before we get out of here? I, I love, I, I appreciate the time on the BTT podcast. I always love coming on here. I'm thankful that Darren got to come on. And I got to be honest, I'm a little bit, little bit um, shocked that this has been so one sided. I think it's like a, I think it's 70 30 Darren today. I don't really think Harper held up against him today. I mean, Harper had some really, really good lines, but. Just Whatever, podcast, man. Darren's been on top of him. I'm, the, I'm just not a mark for myself. You got to say, this is Darren's Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, you do this every week. You, you, you Right. Do. Yeah, I'm sure, the, I'm sure the BTT Army fucking loves it, too. Yeah. <laughs> you, so, so Harper's basically just giving him his time. Harper's right. fucking... I'm I'm let him get his shit shine. in. You're going to let him shine tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what you gonna talk about next week, Skeletor? You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> he's gonna. He is gonna. I'm pretty sure he's gonna bury you on next week's episode. Oh, yeah. 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 You gonna yeah. te- you gonna t- you gonna tell us about Castle Grayskull, Harper? Yeah. Well, when when you and Randy were watching Top Gun in your sleeping bags, who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I got I got to take up for him. He's a star, man. He's got people paying him to do YouTube videos for him. Yeah, he does. Christ, what's this world coming to? Exactly. Uh, Just 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 for you to say that, Mike. I know everything's a fucking shit show. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at this. I, I, I owe y'all both. I owe y'all both. Darren is a, a is a big part of my uh, wrestling career, and without Darren, I probably wouldn't have been able to get started. So, uh, and then and then I owe Chris uh, the, our television show. We wouldn't have had the Wildcat television show on TV. I mean, we would probably still got it, but like it really was Harper who sealed the deal. They were That's laughing right. so hard at Harper's commentary. They said, "Who the hell is this guy?" And they're like, is he going to be on the show? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, you're in. You're welcome. Yeah. Pop, is like, Pop is about as funny as diabetes. 
Fuck. Wow. Wow. Well, I wow. mean, you should know, fat ass. <laughs> Harper, you, you, you got anything before we get out of here, Harper? No, I mean, just Darren's just a fucking shithead. You, you, you know, why don't you go home and, and, you know, play with your Clark Kent doll or the Superman doll, you know, whichever one you want. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, Harper, do what you always do. Hit the tagline so we can get out of here. Fucking bitch.